Hey, this is the franchise Shane Douglas, ECW World Heavyweight Champion. For all the lowdown, you're going to get right here at Smash the Mat Podcast. Listen, or get your ass franchised. <laughs> hey guys, this is Selena De La Renta, and you're listening to Smash the Mat Podcast. The Smash the Mat Podcast with your hosts, G Money, J5, DB, and Mr. Magnificent. It's great and stated is the ugliest brother in radio or the radio rock star G Money. And of course, it is one half of the sexiest tag team in all of North Carolina. Team Sexy, Mr. Magnificent. It is your boy, J5. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Miss Stylin' Grace, Chantilly Lace. Miss Stylin' Grace, you about to be a battle rapper out here. And see, I did it this time because you said every odd number episode. So I made sure I did it this time. That's right. Yes. There we go. That's what it sequence. is. Keep yes. sequence. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. And welcome <laughs> to another episode of the Smash and Matt podcast. Now, you may be either listening to this on any of the umpteen streaming sites that we have it on, or you might be watching this on YouTube because we're doing the video and the audio. So this is excellent. You know, there's horrible lighting where I'm at. At my house in my loft, so it, it just is what it is. I'm black as hell anyway, so I y'all can. be all right. We just gotta fix the lighting budget. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. We, we oh yeah, we got that. we got this. We just got three. I'm at four shades of brown right now. I just wanted to let y'all know that <laughs> we're just four different shades of brown. Yeah, and that's what well, it is. three different, and then one's black. But anyway, let's get into the show. That's right. That's right. So. An amazing week of wrestling. We just had Hell in a Cell on Sunday. Yes. You know, Raw, Halloween, Havoc, AEW, and some craziness that happened on Impact. So let's start with Hell in a Cell since that was like the latest show. Well, not the latest show, but the show that came up first. Or because it was so amazing and possibly the best pay-per-view that we've seen all year. What? Is it? Was it? I mean, it was good. Yeah. It was good. It was good. You know, and I then like I'm, outside of like, I feel like there was like a beginning, like the beginning was great. The middle was great. The end was great. It right. just felt like, it felt like a Big Mac, but like <laughs> the, the, the meat of the Big Mac was like iffy, you know, it was yeah, like, instead, instead of, it, yeah, it, instead of like, like sesame seed bun, it was a sweet Hawaiian bun. That's how good it was. Mm-hmm. It was a sweet Hawaiian bun. You know? Okay. It, it, so it, which match was iffy for you then? So the iffy matches were the ones I can barely remember. <laughs> okay, Ooh. so it's, so I think I can name one for Stephanie Lies. Uh, yes, that was that was an iffy match. That they okay. could have saved that for 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 SmackDown or Raw. Okay. That was one. I can only like I'm only ranting and raving about three matches, and those were the three Hell in a Cell matches. I love those matches. Yeah. You know, I didn't even I don't even know how I feel about the Miz and Otis. You know. Really? Like, I mean, was like outside of the turn, was it a great match? No, it was not. It was a regular. (laughs) It felt like a regular Otis match. Yeah, it was like it was a like the best part about that was yeah. was the was the heel turn, and yeah. the fact that Otis no longer has the money in the bank. Oh, you love that! 
<laughs> I love that. I love it. I love every ounce of that because you, he you, did not need that from the very beginning. Yes, he did. He's. I don't. I don't know if he would have been it incredible. Relevant. I, I. I think he needed it. It did a lot of good for his, his gimmick. Really? It made yeah. him relevant. Exactly. I mean, I, I don't know if it made him relevant. He was already a rising star. He was yeah, already. He was, was the, already popular. He ain't doing nothing with it though. Like they positioned. The you could tell as soon as he got on. Soon as Heavy Machinery got on Raw. I mean, uh, got got to the main roster. You immediately knew who the star was. It wasn't no. It right. wasn't a question between him and Tucker. Like you already right. knew it was Otis. But I got lost in the shuffle with everybody else had he not gotten that opportunity. Right. You right. Yeah. I don't know. Because he, he was he had the angle with, with Mandy well before he won the thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. He, he was getting special storylines. How many how many people in a how many times do we see a tag team mm -hmm. and then there's one person that's singled out in the tag team and they getting special storylines? Tucker right. wasn't doing nothing. The whole time. I thought he was hurt. I mean, the crowd was loving him. He was, you know, successful with his um, internet show, and, and all, he just gone. Who? Uh, um. Oh God, what's his name? Um, woo woo woo. Oh, exactly. uh -huh. oh, I was about to say. I was like, what you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? The internet champion? Yeah. Like he was over, but now he's over. But you know what? You know who took he's you know over who took in AEW, but that's not what we talk about right now. <laughs> Mr. Woods took that 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 Mr. Internet thing from him. <laughs> Even though it's a different type of how do how do we get here? I thought, about, I thought we were talking about Otis. Like, why are we talking about? Because that's how irrelevant Otis is. That we went and drafted over to other people because he's just so just unmentionable. So we started so, moving speaking forward. Of, speaking so, of, so uh -huh. Tucker, they they moved Tucker back to SmackDown, which makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> why they did? They did. Why you split them up? You run an angle and you bring them back. Like, for them to have their rivalry. Like, they, why even split them up? <laughs> Just leave them there. Because they uh, want us to forget about this. And then two years later, when they do the draft, but, you know, two drafts later, and they bring them back on the same brand, then it'll be like, oh, remember? They got beef. But we won't care by them. Because he's but irrelevant. They, but they're there now. <laughs> like, they already did it. They was like, you know, remember when we drafted Tucker? Ty Mulligan. Let me take that drive. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But look, let's talk about what we did like. Roman Reigns, Jay Uso. How oh. amazing was that match? It was. It was good. I liked it. Yeah. I just felt like it was. I felt like it was. Some of it was drawn out a little too much. But I get it. I get like. I get what they did at the end. Like at, at first, I was like, because I posted about it, I was like, man. I don't know. Is this a little too much? And then I saw what they were doing at the end, and I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. So were you watching the same match? Yeah, I, I, swear, I swear to God. That's what I'm over here, like, drawn out. Oh, my God. I don't know what you're watching. I've seen out of, out of both of them in a long... Look, it was good, though. It was good. That I, match was, was so good. good. I was like, I think I tweeted on my personal... I was like, how the hell are they going to follow this? 
Right. How, how are you going to follow that? Yeah. There was I no way. That, like, you don't, you don't go, like, that was probably the most emotional match. That ma- The emotions of that match is here. Right. Where do you go? Right. <laughs> there was no other match on the card that could have gave you that. The only thing that would have been closest, like, before, before the show started, if you asked me what the most emotional match was, I'd have said Roman and Jay without question. And then right. what would the second one be? Uh, baby Sasha and Bailey, and that's, yep. and that's this far just that because of their friendship, you know. So that was crazy. And to end with Roman going up the ramp and going <laughs> about the walks. Oh my god! Like I was like, this is just like insult Yo. to injury. Yo. I'm just like, this is amazing. This is beautiful storytelling just unraveling in front of us. It's very clear that Vince has no part in this. Like, he made this happen as far as pushing Roman, but you can tell that Paul is sitting there and he's writing everything for Roman. He's giving him whatever directions that he needs. This is no one else's baby except for Paul. And it's very clear. It's extremely clear. I love it. I could have sworn uh, Jay said on somebody's uh, podcast that, that, uh, that they were doing all that off the cuff, all the promos at least. Ooh. That's that's what I that's I, I I need to I need to start keeping tabs of uh, who said what and where they said it. You know, what I'm saying so we giving people their due. I, right. Now I might be wrong, but I could have sworn I saw that he said that at least with maybe with the first sequence of right that everything they did was was like it was just him and Roman and they were just just doing their thing. Right, because it was supposed to be a one-time thing, right. and it was supposed to be done with. But then they kept it going because they saw the response that everybody was giving Man, to them. And that was hell of a response. People were Man, so in this match that even the referee's son. You remember Roman threw the referee, you know, over the ropes through the cage. The referee's son cut a promo on. Uh, sure did. Him. Yeah. So he told Mind Roman, you, he's a little kid. Uh- <laughs> Disclaimer, he's a little kid. <laughs> okay. But I mean, he's yeah, forward. everyone's invested. Yeah, that, that was good stuff, though. Like, that was really good. Like, obviously, Roman's best work, you know, character wise, whatever. You know, I mean, like, now, granted, with the first match they had, the crazy thing is, and I agree with what uh, Jay Uso said, he said the first match was super basic, it was super basic. It was just emotional, is it? Like they didn't do nothing spectacular. Right. It was just the emotion they carried through. Now this mm-hmm. time they did some stuff, like with the, with the leather strap and the everybody. They taking turns choking each other out and stuff. Like I oh. thought we was gonna get a BS finish for a while. I did. I did too. I definitely did. I was a little nervous, but it ended well. Like, oh, great paper. So, so um, I was. I seen a tweet and I and I want to ask you guys. Oh, I know what you're going with this. How do you think Jay should feel going forward? Because wow. technically his brother cost him both matches. Yeah. Mm. So, That's gonna be in itself. Yeah. That's I, I can't I, really go anywhere. Well, we don't know where he got drafted to yet. And maybe that's why we don't know where he got drafted to. Right, because right. yeah, they t- typically keep couples together but who knows since we don't see naomi at all they may do one of those things where they may just start them two beefing and then eventually pull him away because you know vince logic she's on she's on raw right right she's on raw so Hmm. we don't know where he's drafted to yet but who knows where it will turn 
That's right. That's right. See, now, by the time you guys will be hearing this, it'll be it'll probably be past Friday. Like we're recording this on a Thursday. So we don't know what's happening on, on SmackDown. So, right. you know, for we us, all the production secrets, sir, we got to pretend like we know what hey, happened. Hey. Yeah, that, that first oh, so how are we going to do that when we haven't seen the show? Because it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I mean, hey, what do you mean? Ken, Ken got the script, but it's right. at work. Okay. <laughs> so we start making predictions, and absolutely nothing happens. Uh, yeah, because on SmackDown, you know, they did this, and they were, what? Like, what? They, none of that happened. What was you watching? The Canadian <laughs> version. The second one. Yeah, the second one. It was good. Okay. 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 So. <laughs> So then it was the Elias Jeff Hardy match. And wait, 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 wait. Actually, actually, before we even get back to that, before we even get back to that, now that now that the Usos they not getting any more chicken nuggets, no Big Macs, no, no, none of that. Now that they cut off, do we do we see them do we see them joining Roman Reigns to 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 keep the families fed or or what do what do we see here? I can see that happening. I can see that happening to an extent of them them joining and then them turning on them at the, at the same exact time. They'll, they'll stay together for a little while, or and they they turn on them, or they just stay together and create that dynasty or whatever. And then, like we said in previous episodes, bring Tamina in. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Because you know you have, because you have all of these groups now that are like say retribution or whatever. Not trying to say I know they're on separate shows right now. You know what I'm saying? But you know with the factions and stuff, with adding that female to it too. So I can see it happening. I see it happening. I don't see it happening anytime soon. I'm still hopeful that it will come to Roman versus The Rock. And then that's what's going to bring it together. And then that's the, that storyline is going to go on for, you know, probably about a year. Like this is all going to end after or happen after WrestleMania. And then that'll probably go on until maybe survive. No, uh, SummerSlam. It'll probably go on until SummerSlam. And then that's when you'll see the Usos then turn on Roman. Right. Now this that's all how. depends. This all depends on the Rock's movie schedule too. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, but he's getting him. in shape. Huh? He's getting in like more shape. Like if you've looked at his <laughs> right. like, Instagram, because he's in shape always. What's the next level pass chiseled? Right. It, like, the rock is in, the in rock. shape. The, the rock isn't in shape. The shape is in rock. Right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. With it. So look, I don't even want to. I don't even want to talk about Jeff Hardy and Elias. I just want to go to the next match that I liked, and that was Sasha Banks and Bailey. And that Wait, was. I, I, we need to we need to hear Chantel Chantel's take on this first. I I, I personally want to hear this. So I will completely admit, and I will admit this out loud, that it was a great match from both parties. Okay. Yes, that means Sasha Banks had a great match. I will definitely yes. admit that. Um, yeah. I think we should start a slow clap. I think we should start a slow clap. I am not afraid to admit and give her a clap. She did well. I To the point that she was wrestling so hard, she 
freaking wrestled her eyelash off. Like I was you, like, oh, you my saw God. that too. Yo, <laughs> like the <laughs> one eyelash came off, and I was like, oh my god, she gonna wrestle the whole match like with an off, and she did. And then by the end, when she won, she realized it must have just took both off. And I was like, okay, I guess that's what we doing. It's not like she could have stopped in it. It's not like she could have stopped in the middle of, of fighting in a cage and be like, hold on, Bailey. Let me find my... I know. Uh, let me find me a mirror. Hold on, I said. I said, I, hold on. Man, I thought she was going to like try to roll on the ring a little bit and just like try to readjust it, but no, she kept it going. It was a great match and something that I noticed. I don't know if they did it on purpose or if there was any meaning behind it, but I noticed that with the two matches that we mentioned about uh, Roman and Jay and Bailey and Sasha was that both heels had on black, both heels, uh, both faces had on white. Hmm. So I didn't notice that. I did not notice that. Uh-huh. And that's why I'm uh-huh. here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Great match. I yeah, Sasha really did her thing. I ain't gonna lie. Hopefully she can keep it up. Like first, first we'll see if she actually defends the title successfully, and then we'll go from there. I think she will. I'm I... hoping this is the beginning of her and her successful title defenses. I see her holding it at least until WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yep, I see her holding it until WrestleMania. Um, I know a lot of people are saying her versus Bianca. Everybody wants to see it. I and Magic. Which I wouldn't be opposed to, but, not but right I now. I feel like yeah I don't think right now I don't even you gotta see build that Bianca you got to really build Bianca up at this point in time right well, like and, and I feel like it's, I feel like it's too early right yeah. Yeah. right anybody that faces Sasha right now is gonna lose right they're gonna do her like they did her in NXT and I don't want that to happen to my my boys my boys uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see it being a thing. I think eventually it'll come to that, but right now it's way too soon to see Bianca go against Sasha for the belt. I mean, I do see maybe in like a little match here and there, just a regular non-title match, probably just so we can be happy about it. But I think logically they're gonna probably have her go against Charlotte. Of course, why not? Um, and have her however, beat Charlotte at WrestleMania because Charlotte's going to win the Royal Rumble, by the way. Why would she right. win it twice in a row? She's going to win it and she's going to lose at WrestleMania. Sorry, that's just my prediction. See, oh, okay. I have mixed emotions because now that I have Sasha picked for the Royal Rumble and now she completely ruined that, now I'm like, okay, I don't think it's going to be any of them. I don't think it's going to be Charlotte. I don't think it's going to be like, I think it's going to be someone we didn't expect. I actually think it might be like completely left field. Like, Shana or... <laughs> no, oh God, no. Ronda Rousey. Let's talk about yeah. her. So I did think about that, but I was thinking of seeing a match, um, Shayna Baszler versus Ronda because of the fact oh, that. Sorry. Right, we haven't seen them beef at all. But they're, and but I they're think, also well. I mean, yeah, they're also in the same crew. But I mean, that doesn't mean that's anything. That's why, because they're in the like same Bailey. crew. 
just like Bailey and Sasha is in the same right. Pool. But yeah. you know, Shayna's gonna be like, listen, I've been holding everything down while you've been twiddling your thumbs on vacation at home and everything like that, trying to have a baby. And Becky beat you at having a baby, and now here we are, Ooh. and you came back without a baby, and I've been holding everything down. What's up? And that's gonna start the beef. Yeah, because Lord knows uh Duke and Shafir ain't hitting on nothing. Listen. <laughs> ain't nothing at all. No. I'm sorry, I'm watching NXT UK as we speak too. Yeah. So so you know, like I said, I'm just like I only want to like as y'all we can talk about all the matches. I just want to talk about the three matches, the three best matches. Okay. So so Randy Orton McIntyre. Man, look, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it hundred with you. I didn't even expect Randy to win. I was surprised I didn't when, he, when he won. I was super surprised. I was a little I upset. Was, upset. I knew, you you know when I knew he was gonna lose when he hit when he fell through that table. When he fell through that table, I was like, "Yep, he's done. That's it." Even when he even started to come back, I was like, "Nope, he's done." At this point, what? Is, why does Randy Orton need a title? Why not? Well, he he why? doesn't need it. He doesn't <laughs> need it, but he's going. They they want him. She wants him to beat Triple H, and I I, I kind of agree that it's going to it's, it's going to happen. I didn't Triple H. H. Oh, oh, you talking yeah. about the, uh, the world the title. title, right? Okay. I didn't yeah. even necessarily want him to beat Triple H more that I wanted him to at least tie because looking at the numbers, people have to they have to. St- Stop doing these long title runs that they've been doing. Having someone for champion for over a year, now we're at the point where there's people that can't get up to the same level as Randy Orton. Probably the next other person that's on the roster that could is maybe Aiden Styles. Roman. That has had more than, I don't think Roman's had more titles than AJ for the heavyweight. Uh, yeah, I think um, Roman is a. I think he's a five-time champion now, five-time okay. world champion. Okay, I believe so. So it's really, really, it's between probably like Roman and AJ. But you're talking about five compared to now fourteen. 14. Yeah, so that's exactly. where they have to start. They have to start speeding up these title reigns so that we can get someone else that's up there. Because realistically, once these generations start going by. What are we going to do in 10 years at a Hall of Fame? Who's going to be inducted in if no one can catch up to those levels? Well, they want to make Randy Orton, ah, Randy Orton the GOAT. Title, number of titles held doesn't necessarily equate to Hall of Fame status either. So. Right, right, true. right. The Bushwhackers only had how many, ti- how many titles did they have? Right, but you know, they have like, to. Mr. Perfect never had a world title run. Yeah. Right, and I think he was only like a three, I think a three or four time uh intercontinental champion, right? But you know, WWE is very big into you know stuff going in a history book per se and legacy and all that stuff. That's like ESPN, though, they create records for everybody for everything. Oh, it's the first time Randy Orton tied his shoes. No, they do not, they ain't nowhere near as bad as ESPN. That's a super stretch right there. <laughs> reaching, reaching. ESPN is the worst. Good Lord. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Perfect had it, what? Yeah, twice. 
He had it twice. He was inducted in 2007. He had a WCW United States Heavyweight Championship, a tag team. He didn't really have a lot of titles. He was just good at what he did. Right. Yeah. So we'll see. But I think I think Randy, he needed that. He needed to be up there. You know, he, he needed to. You know, one thing I know, Randy's been losing a lot of feuds. So I, I you know what? I, I'll agree. Because I can't remember the last feud he won. I literally can't. Right. Because he's so busy putting everyone over. Yeah, exactly. Like, he was losing. He lost to Kofi when, yep. when during Kofi Mania. Lost mm-hmm. to Kofi. He lost to, I don't know who else he faced. Everyone. He lost to Edge. <laughs> he lost right. to Edge. And they probably would have dragged uh, him and Edge out till uh, till probably, probably till SummerSlam or a little bit later. Right, and that's and that's another rumor that uh, Randy Orton and Edge. What you say? Yeah, I have to switch my view and agree with you, G. Like until you put it that way, I didn't think about it that way. He has been putting a lot of people over, so maybe it is his time. Yeah, Hmm. putting in the work. (laughs) And then you know, with with Drew McIntyre, if people think if if. With the pandemic, if people are expecting like a turnaround and a return to big shows, then taking the title off of Drew and and keeping him hot until there's enough time, until until we get those people into the people back into the shows, and then you know, if we get the filled arenas again, right, then they can have another give him the the moment that he should have had at WrestleMania. You know, in front of a live crowd. So, not for nothing, something that I noticed on Raw after Hell in a Cell, of course, was, I don't know if anyone else got this vibe, but I'm like, I feel like Drew is probably the most humble person to lose a title and then come back the very next day and be in such, like, good spirits and stuff Duh, like that. He was, I agree. He was out there smiling and laughing right. and stuff. I'm like... <laughs> he was like, you know what, Miss? Guess what? I just lost my title, but sure, let's have a match. Fine, let's go. That's okay. Most people, whether they're heel or face, they lose a title yeah, the next they day. They're like, damn, man, I gotta get my belt back, even though there's allegedly, you know, no rematch clause for the titles and stuff like that. But like, oh, man, I gotta do something. You see them angry and stuff like that. He was just like, yeah, I lost. Nah. He he, act, he acted like he lost something he didn't really want anyway. Right, oh, man. Like, <laughs> oh, you you took my girl. Gee, okay. man, I guess I should get her back. Right, that's okay. I'll go get three more. I'll wait. Like, what? <laughs> I'll, you can have her for now. I'll wait. I'll wait till later. I'll pick it up. Sure. I'm <laughs> Hold mad. on. Can't you Let see the expression of later? my face? Right. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, so do, does any of now? Now let's go back to Sasha and Bailey. As far as women's Hell in the Cell matches, where do you rank that? Wow. Number one, she said numero uno. The fact that I was the first one to answer. I know oh, that's what I'm like. <laughs> this is Jesus. Is this, I'm trying to go back and think. What's I'm trying the, to go back and think. Was any what? of them? Any of the other ones that memorable though? No. Her and, and I mean, um, her and Charlotte was good. Her it was good. good, but was it great? It was I, don't no. know if it, I don't know. Was it great? I don't know. I mean, this girl fought her eyelashes off. I'm right. just saying. Right. Yeah. 
it's, it's yeah, I, I agree with you. I think this is that's the best women's. Yeah. You know it's good when the eyelashes come off. Yeah. Wait, you, you know even, it's good. You know it's good. You know it's good when G posts. Oh man, this is a, a match of the year, women's match of the year candidate. It was. Ooh. It was. Now it was a match of the year candidate it. for women. Now knowing what you know now and seeing Halloween Havoc, do you still have that opinion? Mm. Oh yeah, it's still a contender. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's still a contender. I mean. Look, let's just jump right into it. Halloween Havoc. Halloween Havoc was <laughs> Halloween Havoc was was really good. It but was. You know what? If that if that damn what was that? The House of Harm. What was that joint called? Okay. So <laughs> let me say about that match. I will honestly say that for that to be a cinematic match, it was good. Like we've seen other matches before and they've done it in that style. And it's been like, this, what the hell you did? Like you could have done better than this. They really played into the fact that this was for Halloween. They played into the theme. They made it kind of like all over the place. Like it was legitimately good. And I was shocked because it was good. Cause I went into it like, Oh God, it's going to be terrible. Look, I'm a I'm a huge Dexter Loomis fan. Like I, he ain't even spoke yet. You know, it's been so many months. That match was like was B level, B movie levels of cheesy. That <laughs> match was super cheesy. <laughs> it was super cheesy. But but they did such a good job with the. Uh, actually, I think that House of Horror match was, or at least. The atmosphere to me was better than the one with Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. Oh, first that, of all, the atmosphere. <laughs> the app look, they 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 had the everything whole was better night. about that. Oh, <laughs> I mean that yeah. was terrible. Horrible. Look, because like I like the zombies. Right. <laughs> like, it was it was super cheesy, man. But I, I like it. It was everything but... about it was cheesy, like and they had so like, I didn't get a chance to real see it, so I'm zombies. So my thing is, if you if somebody's chasing you through a house, and you just <laughs> happen to go into a room, and you see somebody taking a shower behind a shower curtain, and it looks like a woman, are you a, you're just gonna immediately stop being scared and start? Oh well, you know that you might be Dexter's sister. I mean, hey, apparently, like, the, come on, you know, if he wanted her for a while, and the occasion of at least came up. He's like, hey, forget this match. Like, <laughs> yo, yo, Dexter, Dexter Loomis, aka Michael Myers, because that's how that's how he stalked right. Cameron Grimes the whole match. Right, <laughs> even when it ended in the ring, like, and that was that was another thing. So you try to tell me, <laughs> not so with the, girl, he ran the from, zombie. Who knows how far? How long did they? Run? I don't know how far he ran because they didn't drop him off. They dropped him off in the van, right? right? They just kicked him out, and he just happened to find his way back. Right, that on, Michael bro. Hayes, let's go back. Oh, yeah, yeah, P.S. Michael Hayes. You know, he was there to lead him there, and then when he comes back, you know, the, he gets somehow back to the center, and the zombies followed them, and then the zombies start. It sounds crazy now. I'm saying that out loud. Okay, yeah, it sounds stupid. It? Yes. But <laughs> the zombies 
zombies were like climbing up Dexter and I'm looking like, what is about to happen? Did he use the zombie <laughs> to throw at him? Like, talk about okay. ridiculousness. Now look. Okay. It sounds bad when I say it out loud. So, so I'm like, why, why were they, why was he not affected by the zombie? Like, so like, they just wanted Cameron Grimes, but they wanted no parts of Dexter. They're like, you know, you're good, but we want him. Like, what? You know, it's That's like, like the, the skin. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, the white zombies. Yes, absolutely <laughs> like that. Absolutely yeah. like that. That but was <laughs> outside of that. Though, outside of that, it was a really good show. It was. Yeah. It was. I think it was really well from beginning to end. Um, Shotzi was actually really good as a host. She. Did a lot better on the mic to a certain extent. She still had Keith Lee speed, but you know, about half the time she she yeah. howled. every everything every segment every segment right every segment every time she opened her mouth. It got to the point where she didn't do it one segment, and I was like, "Well, why the fuck did she howl?" Like. <laughs> <laughs> What, what is she doing? She changed her her costume each time, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my, I think my favorite part was seeing Ghostface. Oh, doing the um, doing the golf match, Johnny Gargano, um, Damian Priest match. Yes. And then he never took the mask off. I was there like, listen, so who is it? I was over analyzing the hell out of that because I was looking like, okay, so that body figure kind of looks like Velveteen Dream. But it was so draped. He was right. Like, but I was like, I was honestly, I was looking at it from chest to shoulders because I was yeah. like, which superstar is shaped like that? I was yeah. like, it looks like Velveteen Dream. I was like, but why would Velveteen Dream help Gargano yeah. win? The only thing that I could come up with is the fact that. If it was Velveteen, that um, he didn't want to face Damian Priest, but he has faced Gargano before for that title and won. Because right before Velveteen Dream had the title, Gargano had it. Yeah. So I was like, maybe but, in his mind, he's like, well, but, if I help Gargano win, but he got a whole he got a whole issue with Champa though. Right, but you just you know never know because you know. Storyline. Like, I feel like it's probably somebody we ain't even thinking about. Right. Somebody, somebody. away from a minute or somebody that's coming back, you know. But like the match in itself, the match was great. Yeah. Like they Johnny were all Gargano. And Johnny Gargano was has always been one of my favorites at NXT because he just like in 2019, you couldn't tell me anything about, about how great his matches were. Like he had nothing but like excellent, excellent four or five star matches all year you know pandemic slowed things down this time but him and damian priest did amazing right i completely agree i think johnny if he hadn't earned the title already by being mr nxt like he definitely solidified that last night because that was just a stellar performance by him it was good it was i just i just feel bad I don't feel bad, but I feel like this is a really, really, really short reign for Damian Priest. Like he had the belt, what two months, maybe? Right. Yes. Yeah, um. August. Yeah. Takeover. Well, specifically, that's, that's like Keith Lee. Keith Lee's reign was very short too. 
from January what, to August. What the uh the NXT championship? Yeah, that yeah. one, not his uh not that North not the, American not the, Championship. Not the North American Championship. I'm talking about the actual the NXT championship. Yeah, because yeah. if it wasn't for the fact that they was moving him up, he'd still be champion. Right. I think they knew from jump that that he would they was gonna move him up. Right. You know, yeah. and I think that's probably why they did what they did to make him look so good. And then like, all right, now we're gonna send him to Raw. So people are like, yo, bro, Keith Lee was kicking. But for months, now he on the main roster. And now they stripped Ooh. him of his facial hair. They changed his gear and his music. And it's like, what is this? They they didn't get rid of his soul patch. No, he was barefaced Monday. No, they he got he had he didn't have that. Mm-mm. He had that on Monday. He's completely waxed off. <laughs> completely waxed, off. waxed completely off. Completely baby faced. I was like, mm. oh, what is this? Maybe that's his mm. evil twin. What you call him? <laughs> Keefington, Cleophis Lee. Right. Yeah. See, it's all making sense. Yes. All I, think making sense. I think that was Cleophis. I think that was Cleophis. It could have been Cleophis. It could have been Cleophis. Yeah, but because when he when he has his hair, he's Keefington. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> You, you know what I popped over? What? Mother loving Pete Dunn is back, baby. Yes. 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 Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I Man, I heard that music. I was chilling because I was like, I don't know what I was doing. And I saw the sound. I was like, yeah. Then I heard it. I was like, man, that sounds like, oh, oh. Yep. It's Pete Dunn. Man. Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn done trimmed up. He done slimmed up and trimmed up. I lost my mind because I was, first of all, I didn't even care who he helped in that point. I was just like, he's back. I I don't care who you help. And then when he turned. And then I knew, I knew it. I knew it was going to come though. Like, like when he handed him, he handed him the chair. I was like, Mm -hmm. I was like, something don't seem right. Like there's no reason outside (sighs) of the fact that. He was the last holder of the tag team championships before before the pandemic. There's no right. reason that he would be on. Why would he join Kyle O'Reilly? Like, right? What? And this era already has enough slots. Right. So, so as soon as as soon as like the hypeness wore off, I was like, oh, it's about to go. Wait a minute. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that logic starts kicking in. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that was amazing. Amazing. So, so you could go ahead and say War Games is confirmed. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Cannot wait. Yes, indeed. Mm, that's going to be amazing because all the War Games were great. So yep. I just and they, know. Ugh. And they all they all had Undisputed Era. In it's like, yeah. 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 Every single one of them. Yep. yep. So, oh, this is going to be good. I'm so yes. excited. <laughs> So excited. Pete Dunn, Dunn, Oni Lorcan, Danny Birch, and Pat McAfee. Yeah. Even like Pat that. on the mat on the mic last night um was really good. Well, I was just about Pat, to ask you about that too. Pat is always gonna be good on the mic. Right. Pat, you think about it. Pat has his own show. I mean you know he's so he, he, he but he's he's you but he's yeah. He's used to it. You know what I'm saying? He has his own show. He has his own talk show, period. I so mean, I can he should be able to the way he the way he talks, he talks he talks just like he talks on his talk show. Right. The same exact way. So it is there's no difference in him talking on 
to a crowd than he is talking on the radio. Yeah, he just he overdid it a little bit though, cause like he when he was trying to describe stuff, I was like, oh, get to it, man, get to it. He Damn. had a whole backstory for everything. Oh, like yeah, I was like, bro, come on, meat and potatoes, meat and potatoes. We don't need the sides. <laughs> He's doing full entrees, full entrees. I mean, he talked for like five minutes, <laughs> like legit. Yeah, yeah. Like, bro, broski, my guy. <laughs> So Candace LeRae. Yes, I I was gonna let you get to it. Yeah. Yes. So Candace LeRae and Io Shirai. Wait, 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 wait. Before you get to that, you don't want to talk about Rhea Ripley and Raquel Gonzalez? Holy crap. That match. Okay, so I love Rhea, but that shocked me. I did not expect for that match to be that good. Me neither. I knew Rhea, of course, we all know Rhea, but Raquel, it was just like, wow, okay. And then yeah. I peeped that she had was paying her homage to Selena with her um her top, her bustier. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the bitty bitty bumba. Yep. I was like, the okay, I see you, I see you. And fun fact anything for, for Selena. <laughs> fun fact, Rhea Ripley actually made her jacket for um for <laughs> Halloween Advantic. She oh, wow. completely made that, and I thought that was pretty cool. That's I'm sorry, about. I I can hear your, your your phone going off, G. Yeah, it's oh. cool. <laughs> She's like, continue. She said fun fact. She said fun fact, and you heard. <laughs> See, that was the yeah, that was, awesome. that was yeah, a confirmation. Awesome. Yeah, so that was. What happened? With, so the match. Explain the match. Yeah, explain the match. Greatness. I mean, <laughs> it was really good from start to beginning. I really honestly didn't expect for Raquel to come out as strong as she did. Like, obviously, yes, she's a big girl. She's, I think, six foot even. Rhea Ripley's about 5'10". So, obviously, they're both stronger women. They're very much built. But mm-hmm. just the intensity of the match, they were fighting as if they have fought together for years. Like that this was something that was not brand new to them at all. Their ring chemistry was really good to the point that if we see them wrestle again, we wouldn't mind. We don't care if we see them maybe two, three, maybe seven times. It was that good. That it's like, okay, I can see this being like going further and further with a storyline. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was good. It was good. And it wasn't too long. That's other part. It was like just right. Rhea. Rhea, oh yeah, yeah. Rhea, mm-hmm. Rhea and Raquel. Rhea and Raquel. Yeah, yes. they were doing like like powerhouses going to work, hitting each other with big shots. Raquel really impressed me. I right. thought I thought I wasn't sure if she was still in need of like tra- well, everybody's always in need of training, but right. she, was, she was legit right there. Legit. Right. You know, so now now let's get to, to your match of the night. Yes. So Eo Shirai. And Candice LeRae. So that was serious. At first, I thought Candice died at the end. Yo, yo, I did too. Ooh, she fell off that, that was ladder. A long fall. Oh my she god. Fell off a ladder into a ladder. Oh. Like- and then it broke. And then the way she was just laying there, and I was just like, ow. Like, like girl. No, she did. Yeah, I was like. 
even if you were supposed to win, just let her have it at this point because you gonna need a second to get up. <laughs> yo, was... y'all want to see a dead body? Yup, that was it. That was it. I could not believe how good that match was. I didn't. I actually had low expectations for that match. Really? I with, thought with Io. I assumed that Io Shirai was going to have to carry that match. I thought oh, Io no. was going to be good. I thought Io was going to be good, and I thought she was going to have to carry Candice LeRae throughout that entire match. But Candice definitely proved differently. Look, Candice is married to Johnny Gargano. She better be able to wrestle. <laughs> you can't. You can't have just one good wrestler. And, and you can't be dating or married to somebody that's good at right. something and you're not good at it and you do it also. No, you got to be right. you got to be just as good or almost as good. But I will say I was right because I didn't think both her and her husband was going to win. I figured that Johnny would win and she would lose. And huh? but for a second, I was scared. I thought you Shirai was going to lose and that they were just going to do some bull to Sasha and have Io lose. Um, and Candace take the title, and then we were gonna see EO on SmackDown Friday, and then we were somehow gonna have like a a title match all of a sudden, and then because she was gonna do an open challenge for the belt, and then boom, they were gonna have a match. Sasha was gonna lose, EO was gonna take it, and then we were gonna have EO versus Asuka at Survivor Series. Oh God, no! <laughs> I, oh, not, I was not that I wouldn't want to see EO versus Asuka. Right. I'm just saying. All I'm saying is, don't don't take the belt off Sasha that. <laughs> no, nah. do and I'm not even a Sasha fan. I think but she if she lost the belt at this point, <laughs> right? Oh, I'm, I'm sick and tired of this. I'm out. Right. Like you know what? I'm gonna go to AEW. Right. Like, you gonna go and you just gonna be not seen there as opposed to being seen here. <laughs> right. So. Speaking well, before we get to AEW, so so next week we've got Champa versus Dream. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. I, I have a question. I have a question. Did you all? I think just a prediction. I think Andrade's being repackaged. I think he's going to NXT. Okay. I said it. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 think, I, don't, I don't have repackaged. nothing for that. Like. Um, I, I, I know it came out of nowhere, but it was just one of those things I was thinking about why he didn't get drafted. You know what I'm saying? Why yeah. why why is he being left out? And then we and we just saw on Monday what's the name? What uh, what's the other dude name? Uh, Angel Garza. Angel Garza, yeah, messing with Naya and he could and be hurt. Um, he I, could I, be hurt. I don't, that's true. I mean, that's how true. many? I mean, we didn't see nobody injured get get drafted. There's a lot of people that didn't get drafted. Maybe that you was Ghostface. Oh, it could be. It could be one or the other. Maybe I can see that. You never know. Because remember, know. there was obviously there's two different ghost faces because Candace had ghost face. Thought well, actually, everyone interfered in that match. Shotzi interfered in the Candice LeRae Io Shirai match, and then Andy the female. Harbaugh. Yep, the female ghost face intervened what? in that match. If if anybody helps. If anybody helps Candace right now, I'm 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 looking at Indy Hartwell right now because right now she's been helping her do everything. Right, right, right. You know? And then speaking of these females, and like you know, paying homage to certain stuff. Did you see Mia Yim pay homage to um Friday? 
till Friday. Yeah. When she just started bugging out on the in the ring and she, started itching all over the place. She called it a possession. Yeah. That's what she said on. That's what because they, oh, they said neck, everybody was neck, saying, everybody was saying like, oh, it's a seizure. Like, oh, like no, no, I was. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, man. What do y'all think about? Yeah, um, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I was confused with that whole thing. I'm like, girl, what did you doing? Yeah, I was, oh, I that kind of lost me too. But hey, it got there. No, it didn't even get them to win because. They ended up getting disqualified. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, stupid. Go ahead. So, what do you what do you guys think about uh, Chad Gable coming back and not no longer Shorty G? And he should have never Matt, been. He should have never been Shorty G at all. Sure should and not. Matt Riddle, and Matt Riddle dropping Matt off of his name and just becoming Riddle. Well, he he already tweeted That's and said, "He's like, guys, it's not a big deal. I prefer to be called by my last name." <laughs> like, right, because it is, it is it is his real last name. Yeah. So. Yeah, and watch somehow we get some stupid ass storyline two years from now, and he's gonna be dressed up as the Riddler with hot pink hair, and we're just gonna be sit there. Wow. Like, we're just gonna have to sit there like. <laughs> <I'm pretty> <laughs> and you know what's gonna I happen? Can't, I can't. I can't see him pulling it off. You no, that's the point. He can't pull it off. Yeah, that, like, yeah. Like I can't like, see him doing too much, like right. outside of what he's doing. Just his whole demeanor, just you. I can't. Uh, and I was talking. I was. I was listening to uh, Booker T because he can't. He was on live a little bit earlier and whatnot, and he was talking about how um, it might help him give a promo, give him a better, get him better at promos by adapting somewhat of a gimmick of being a Riddler. You know what I'm saying? Having riddles in his thing. I was like, right, come on, bro. Wicker already said he already said that he feels like Matt Riddle won't be a champion because he doesn't wear boots. He was like, How many? He was like, How many barefoot champions have you heard, do you know? And then he said something about how he doesn't like Sasha Banks. Um, it's like not her wrestling style, just her attitude, right? You See? know, but people are entitled to look. <laughs> See, I think me and Book need to talk. in the corner listen we got a lot in common <laughs> i'm just saying i'm shocked i i, I had no idea <laughs> horrible oh my god who would not know that <laughs> sasha banks is awesome stop it you guys come on guys Awesome. So, don't do it. <laughs> we, were, we were good. We we're really good. Fine. She's about to tip. She's about to tip the tip it back over. I'm back to hating her. Like, no, 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 no. So I, mean, I don't like the broad, but <laughs> but at least she can wrestle. I awesome poster behind you. It is. It is. Great. It is an amazing. This is an amazing banner. Especially yeah. that guy in the green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute, that, a, that, that banner is missing something. That's definitely a it's definitely a caricature because uh I've never seen you with that many misses. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> well, I mean it might not be a character. Your lips is just about as big as they are. <laughs> this is true. And that and that hairline is much straighter than yours. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So yeah, I mean, you know. That's why you my dog. Bro. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, you know I mean. Oh man. So, so we got. So, am I to believe I'm the only person that watched AEW here? Yeah. Well, you ha- you have been because right now I I I can't. I've seen some of it. I did watch. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about last night. I'm not talking about in general. I'm talking about last night. The is it about the yeah. after dark? Well, did you watch dark? I did. Okay, yeah, because look, there was a lot of people that that we have come into contact contact with on AEW Dark. Yes. Catalina Perez was up there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We did a show with Catalina Perez. She was on a, a wrestling show with us, a RWC, matter of fact, back in, I think, January it was. Yeah, not that long ago. Yeah, and she faced off against Anna Jay from the Dark Order. And first of all, I hadn't seen Anna Jay wrestle before, and she is really good. Mm-hmm. Anna is really good. So also there was Savannah Evans in a tag team match with uh, Colleen King against the AEW World's Women's World Tag Team Tournament winners Ivelisse and Diamante. And first off, I already knew I already knew Savannah Evans was tall. I knew that already. But the other chick, Colleen, she's just as tall. Yeah. I was now, like, yo. Are they a part of the roster now? Who? Or is it uh like Savannah and Kathleen? Nah, no, nah, like what they do on dark is they bring in indie wrestlers, you know, mm-hmm. they have a match, you know, sometimes they have more of the matches because uh because Sean Dean has been on there a bunch of times. The captain, Sean Dean, that's the homie right there. He's been on AEW Dark like a whole bunch of I think he's probably I know he's had over 10 matches, maybe like 13, 14 matches. Oh, you know, wow. so hopefully, hopefully they can hook Sean Dean up with a contract. That's what we need. Need that contract for the homie. You know what I'm saying? But AEW Dark was was good. So I know you guys are watch, but there's two guys, the librarian Peter Avalon mm-hmm. and Brandon Cutler, who have lost every single match they've they've been in. So Brandon Cutler is 0-25 because AEW keeps record of their of that. Of course. And Peter Avalon was 0-26. They even formed a tag team. I forgot what the name of their tag team was. And I think they went like Oh, and like eight, oh, and 10 or something. So like they never, they never want to match. And then there was, I don't watch uh, being the elite. I don't watch being the elite. So something happened and then they started beefing. So they started fighting each other to see who would get the first, get the first win. I believe the first match, <laughs> the first match, they had a double count out. And then the second match, it was like a double disqualification or something like that. So, so on Tuesday, they had, they had another match against each other. Their records were 0 26 and 2, and then 0 25 and 2. That was that match was hella entertaining because wasn't that with the I, dice? Yes, yes, with the dice. I yes. did that match. Yeah, like they like the com- uh, the commentary team did a good job of 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 stressing the importance of that first win. <laughs> <laughs> Lord knows. And they were and look, they was hitting each other with all kinds of moves and stuff. And this match was what it was no DQ, no count out. Like it's like there must be a winner. I think even Justin Roberts, he started out the match, he started out announcing the match. 
He said, for the love of God, this next match must have a winner. They <laughs> 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 were dragging it out. Good stuff, man. It was good. And Brandon Cutler ended up after it was a nice finish, too. Right. It was what was it? It was a they was both on the top rope. Peter Avalon went for a super hurricane rana. And as he hit the ground, Cutler grabbed grabbed Avalon and rolled him up. It was crazy. It was it was like a continuation of a move, and he got the one, two, three. And and for those that don't know, he's the brother of the Young Bucks. Huh. I believe he's a I think he's the brother of the Young Bucks because they all from the same place. Huh. They either hold on, I gotta look it up because I feel like they're I feel like they're brothers. They're brothers. But, they're brothers. Oh, I can't continue that because <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> but yeah, it's all good. You know, it's okay. AEW. You know, I'm trying to. I'm trying. I'm trying. Oh no, he was trained by them. That's what it was. He was Uh-oh. trained by the Young Bucks. He's not. They're not related. Yeah. Eh, same thing. They spend like every day with each other. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, what else? What else happened? Oh, so so AEW in general. So Ray Phoenix got hurt um, when he beat his brother uh, Penta Penta El Cerro Miedo last week. So the main event was Kenny Omega versus Penta. So the show, huh? I said, oh boy. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and that was that was a good match. Not as good as they're all. Oh boy! Oh, speaking <laughs> of speaking of uh, AEW, Jake Hager had a fight last night, and he what? won by yeah he won by split decision. Oh. Yeah, like, why, uh, why you sound disappointed? <laughs> because I just feel like he, I feel like he deserves a little bit more than what we're seeing. Because of the fact that he's proved how naturally good he is. So we saw him, of course, in WWE. Mm-hmm. Then we saw him go over and leave and do the whole like MMA thing. Yeah. And he was great. Right. He was great yeah. with that. And then he's in AEW. And I mean, I guess you, you can't go wrong with collecting the bag because I feel like we see him on TV more just chilling and doing stuff rather than actually wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's I think it's because of the fact that he's preparing for like he's still fighting. Like like he just like this fight last night, that was his third win. Like he's three and zero in Bellator, which is probably why they haven't had him do but so much. Probably didn't want to uh, like put too much on him while he's training for these fights. He's like, listen, my bag is bigger with them, so I need to preserve this. Right. <laughs> right. So they had the they had the town hall meeting with with MJ out with MJF and the inner circle because MJF is trying to join the inner circle and it's it's so much going on. Like they did they had people coming up asking questions. I like the fact that they stressed that Luchasaurus is 65 million years old. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't I can't that's not even a thing but of course we're gonna go with it. He's a dinosaur. <laughs> He's a dinosaur with, with, with college degrees. Oh, dinosaurs go to college. That's right. That's right. He, he better be the college of being since you five million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that's a thing. That's definitely a thing. 
Right. Eric Bischoff showed up. Wow. Eric Bischoff showed up. Yeah, he asked he was asking questions to um to to Jericho and MJF. But you know, the the segment me. was all right, you know, but it really came down to when Ortiz well, Ortiz was like, Look, I don't care what Jericho says, you can't get in the inner circle. And then it got a little bit hostile for a second. And then Jericho decided, you know what? You've done a lot of great things, but the one thing you haven't done is beat me. Ooh. So at full gear, new match, Jericho versus MJF. And Number if seven. MJF wins, MJF is in the inner circle. Well, yeah. I guess he's winning. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, he didn't either. So so the show started off with uh, war lo- oh, the, the world title eliminator tournament. Semifinals, Wardlow versus Hangman Adam Page. Match was a lot better than I expected it to be. Really? Yeah. It was, I mean, so we have the obvious that Heyman Page won, right? Yes, he won. Okay. Yeah. okay. We, we, knew, we knew what it was going to be. Just saying. You know, you know. And and without even getting into the Kenny Omega match, we know that he, he won. So, you know, at full gear, it's going to be Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page for the number one contendership to the AEW World Championship. Now, yes. you, you know you didn't say his name right. Oh, I mean, uh, you are absolutely right. It's going to be Hangman Page versus Kenny Omega. <laughs> and last night he had another extremely long, drawn-out introduction from Justin Roberts. Oh, that same, it was another one. It was He was like uh, such and such, such and such, uh, wrestler of the year, such and such, such and such, wrestler of the year. He's this, he's that. And then before he even said his name, he said, he's got a best friend that lives in North Carolina. I was like. So here's what we're going to do. What we're going to do is we're going to get the transcript that Justin Roberts yes. does whenever. And do. then we're going to start the show off like that yes. for each one. I and that's it. how we're going to start the show. Just so yes. you know. Oh, man. Kenny. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. Yeah. What a way to toot his own horn, you know. But at least, at least he didn't. <laughs> at least he didn't win in twenty six seconds, though. Like he actually. Okay. But, but I will say this. He didn't Brock Lesnar it. Oh, you can say he did. So, <laughs> we, this this might be the era of Super Omega. Okay, oh. like now you you remember Super Cena, right? You remember, you remember the Summer of Punk back in in Ring Honor back in two thousand five or whatever. You remember seeing, I don't know if you have, but Leo Rush taking a Canadian destroyer off a ladder somewhere on the Indies and he pops back up like nothing happened. You've seen all that. Kenny Omega, add him to it. Kenny Omega took a Canadian destroyer and then took a package pile driver from, from Pentagon and he took that arm breaker move from Pentagon and it, it, nothing kept him down. Nothing did. Bro, let me tell you something. And he still won with the one-winged angel. Oh my god! Had that oh. happened to me, you would have seen that. You would have seen the guys with the coffin coming out. They just been dancing. As soon as I took that first bump, that been it. Soul <laughs> left the body. Soul left the body. That's it. <laughs> just like Ken. What do you, Ken? What do you, Mister Magnificent? What do you say when you see somebody kicking out of everything? Well, I always say that there's nothing left to do but to shoot them. Exactly. <laughs> That's literally all you can do <laughs> to beat right. Kenny Omega. And if you shoot him, 
Right. In the head, he'll probably kick out at two and a half. Now, you that's know, how, we, that's how they're booking him right now. This week, I mean, you know. Mm, so, yeah. <laughs> can you imagine? You know, with everything that's going on, there has been shootings in the ring now. Yeah. <laughs> so we are at that point in wrestling, you know, history where we're just shooting each other in the ring. Please tell me one of y'all actually watched that. Did any of yeah. y'all actually see it? So yeah, let me I think, and I, I I did watch it. Please so, tell me about it because I didn't watch it. I something just told me to look and I never look at impact ever. And something just said, watch. And I was like, okay. So I watched and they're doing a wedding and the wedding was really weird. And I don't know. I missed the part. So I don't know if, <laughs> if everyone was just dressed up for Halloween because it was supposed to be like a Halloween thing, or if that was just everyone's attire naturally. So I was like, okay, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> and they're doing the wedding and everything's happening hornswoggle's there and he hands off the rings i'm like okay and then lights go out and you hear like this really cheesy gunshot and i was like you couldn't even get a more realistic gun that's what you get like that's that's the sound that you get okay and then it does it twice and then the lights come back on like as if i'm watching a novella and <laughs> you see <laughs> like he's on the ground like johnny marvel's on the ground and everybody's looking and then tommy dreamer comes next to him and he's like oh my god my friend no and i'm like because this is the reaction that would happen if someone gets shot in the ring. I'm sure everyone's just going to stand around and only one person's going to be like, oh my God, my friend, no. Like straight on his knees up to the ceiling with the no. I was like, this is it. You know what's crazy? Even though I haven't seen anything, but I've heard multiple t people talk about how good Bound for Glory was and Bound for Glory was better than Hell in a Cell. And Ooh, oh, Impact, Impact is like the top tier of wrestling story-wise. And then that happened. Then they turn around and shoot somebody in the ring. Yep, yep. We went from a Broadway musical to now someone being shot right. <laughs> during a wedding. So, so we went from, yes, we went from the sing-along in AEW Right to the, to the House of Horrors match in NXT. Hey, you remove that. That was good. <laughs> you remove that. That doesn't belong in that category. Hey, Y'all know NXT is my favorite show. I will watch NXT before anything else. Oh, but hey, cheesy is cheesy. And that I, was a pizza. That was I a cheese said, pizza. I would have inserted Mia Yim in that before inserting. <laughs> we could throw that in there. Okay, let's go. So, so, so we've got, so we've got the musical from from Jericho and and MJF. Yep. We've got we've got oh I'm sorry her name is Reckoning. Tell Reckoning ha having a possession <laughs> in the middle of a ring. Then we've got the 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 House of Horrors match and then got an idea, guys. That in there. <laughs> I just got an idea. I got an idea. We're gonna call this segment the Ricochet. The ricochet. the ricochet. The ricochet. Let's call See, it the ricochet. And everybody but my we will have a ricochet moment. Right. My ricochet moment of the week was completely different. It was Pete Dunn coming out. 
I literally tweeted that gif. Like I literally tweeted that gif when I saw Pete Dunn come out. Yeah. Insert ricochet. Like fallout. <laughs> Even though I, I don't know that that impact that probably you might want to insert that because that was bad. <laughs> that was bad. I don't know. It almost makes me afraid to see SmackDown. Like, ooh. Like, that's not what y'all should be competing for for the week. Like, y'all should be competing for, like, <laughs> yeah. good uh, matches. Corniest, corniest segment of the week. Right. Like, I'm that a little week. nervous. Yeah. A little nervous. Because we had we had such a good leadoff with um, Alexa Bliss and, and The Fiend when they did the Firefly Funhouse. And I don't know if anyone noticed Alexa's gloves. Yeah. Where, yeah. So, I'm like, okay. So, we had that. We had such great things happening with that, and then everything else just was like <laughs> downhill. I don't know. I need SmackDown to save us. Oh, well, we'll see. So let's see. Oh, as far as AW, Serena Deeb defeated. I don't know where it happened, but she beat Thunder Rosa <laughs> for the NWA Women's Championship. And she Defended it last night on AW against Layla Hirsch, and it was a really good match. Okay, really good match. I think, I think you know, I know you don't watch AW like that, but you might want to check it out for, just for the women's action. I mean, I, I mean, just, just that match, not because all of their stuff is you know, yeah, that's part. I think that's what made me stop watching. Is and I'm not really one of those females that only watches wrestling for the female matches, right? But I feel like they just let down the women's division so bad that I was just like, I don't even want to watch you guys. There's flashes of, there's some good flashes of stuff there. Yeah, flash. That's it. It's just, I mean, (laughs) they've got a lot of good wrestling. Eva Lisa Diamante, you know, you know, Hikaru Shida, you know, Nala Rose is doing her thing. Big Swole, you know, Britt Baker. Yeah. You know, like they've got a, you know, Serena D, throw her in there. Chris Statlander. They just, you know, they've got great women's wrestlers. They have them. They're just not utilizing them. And I wonder if it's going to take for someone to come in that maybe is a woman to oversee the women's division. That's what and Brandy Rose is there for. <laughs> she don't count because I don't know what the hell she's doing. She is not like I think they need someone, and I hate seeing you know constant WWE people go over, but maybe they need somebody like Lita to come over and be like, okay, this is what we can do, and let's they shape even got Vicky Guerrero. <sighs> yeah, she, Vicky Guerrero. She's not LaRose's manager. Yeah. I and how's that going? I think it's a good thing. <laughs> What Vicky and uh, Nala? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is not a a talker, so you can only be so aggressive and draw so much heat. You know what I mean? So yeah, she needs somebody like Vicky Guerrero that can talk and run their mouth and and get over and get heat with the crowd. But we need that for everybody. We need the booking. It's not necessarily just the wrestlers themselves. We need the booking to look a lot better for the women's. Maybe it's even, you know, taking it a step further and doing like how WWE did with a uh, May Young Classic. If they do their own, you know, just women's well, paper I mean, or something like that. They did do the women's tag team tournament. Right. You know, even though right. most of that was on dark, 
But uh, that was some good action right. there. Yeah. Right. But we need it on TV. <laughs> we need something. Are you going to watch it? I would. I would. I that definitely would. Booking needs to be better for females. Are there actually any female people or females that are booking? Oh, that might help. Right. That's what they need. Good question. Yeah. Like if they don't have it, that's what that's what they need. They need someone that's going to be like, okay, this is where we could go with that. But actually know what they're doing and not do what like everyone else is doing, like Kenny and Cody and Jericho. Kenny. Like, <laughs> like we need something a little bit more solid from the women's division. I think that will help. Yeah, there's there's going to be a lot of people that don't like because. There's a lot of uh, AEW stands that that hate any criticism towards AEW, but you know what? I've been looking on Twitter. Like I realized that I guess I have more WWE people up there, but then I see them retweeting the AEW stands and making fun of them. And then when I look at the stuff that they say, and I'm like, "The hell is wrong with you people?" Like somebody was attacking you people. Yeah. Yes, you people, because of the fact that somebody was attacking um who was it? Were they attacking JR? I don't know. Somebody, somebody from AEW gave kudos to somebody from WWE, and they were like, Oh, I'm not gonna stand for this. I can't watch a show like this. If you're gonna give and I was like, What, what is wrong with you? Right. And if, if wrestling been, is wrestling at the end of the day. Sometimes right. it's us. It's us, the fans, that make more of a big deal out of it than the than the actual companies. Right. Like they all they all trying to make a buck. They all trying to feed their family. Thanks. You know. Very true. You know, sometimes, sometimes you know, it doesn't work out at WWE. You know, sometimes it's it don't work out at AEW. Ask Smiley Kylie Ray. She's an impact. Mm-hmm. You know, she done been both places. So. Yeah, she did the reverse. Most yeah. people go for Speaking of impact, speaking of impact, let's give it up for Rich Swan for being yes. the impact champion. Right yes, now. right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he beat Eric Young again with no shoes on. Yes, he did. No shoes. No shoes. No shoes. Why are people wrestling barefoot? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. I saw Rusev do that. Like, what was this? His very first match, and by yeah. his second one, then he like breaks his ankle or something. I was like, "That's what the hell you get." I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. I even looked at Matt Riddle the other day, and that's when I noticed. I was like, "Wow, he actually really is naked in the ring." Yeah, I'm like, hey, <laughs> he he wrestles like he fights. They're gonna be like right. They're gonna be like um, John Jones out there. That broken toe. Oh, oh, no, thank you. As long as I keep that under wraps, I'm okay. Yeah, all good, all good. So look, so, so the next show, the next biggest show is Full Gear, and that's next Mm -hmm. Saturday. Yep. So I believe we have. So, oh, first off, Eddie Kingston is amazing on the mic. Amazing. Anytime he talks about anything is awesome. Oh, and um, so I know. See, you guys are watching, but it's okay. So, QT Marshall was dating Allie for a while, but Eddie Kingston brought her back to his family, and now she's with the Butcher and the Blade again, Blade again as the Bunny. 
And, you know, they, they did a quick segment where they was like, well, so why did you leave him? Oh, you know, he was just giving me everything, his credit cards, his cars, his, his this and that. You know, I just got bored, you know, and it was. And so then uh, a few scenes later, like they cut the QT Marshall sitting there with the angry man face, you know, like. And it's 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 a it's weird because. They explained they explained it like she did all that just so the Butcher and the Blade could take their tag team spot because they're number three Butcher and the Blade because he QT Marshall's tagging with with Dustin Rhodes. They're the natural nightmares. They're ranked number three. Butcher and the Blade are ranked number four. And as and I'm thinking, I know y'all didn't play out this girlfriend boyfriend angle just for like a spot on the tag team rankings. I'm like, just mad she didn't secure the bag. What the hell wrong with her? <laughs> like, oh, he was giving me a, his credit cards. That's a problem. She she made it seem like it. The see they, a man wrote that. See, <laughs> see a man wrote that because I'm not no. But, I feel like I'm staying. But, <laughs> oh, the other one was it was another thing. Oh, Cody Rhodes versus Orange Cassidy lumberjack match for the TNT Championship. <laughs> I saw a clip of that. So. This is, I'm going to tell you what confused me. Okay, everybody's out there for Lumberjack match, right? You know, Mm -hmm. people get involved a little bit. At one point, Cody Rhodes was on the ropes. Yes, I saw that. And Trent Beretta, foul, popped him one. Directly in front of Dustin Rhodes. Mm -hmm. You know what he did? (laughs) Not a damn thing. Right. If you hit my brother, you hit my tag partner or something, and you're close to me, I'm putting hands on you. Right. Logically. Like nothing. Oh, I, it's crazy because I really like AEW. Like I like I'll I'll probably watch NXT and then AEW and then maybe Raw and SmackDown. Ooh. But now, now it's like I get to it when I get to it. <laughs> I'm on the I'll be on the fence sometimes. Cause I love the atmosphere. Like I love AEW's atmosphere. It oh, of course. Feels like it feels like a big time show. You know, it's the alternative. You know, what I'm saying, and like, there's a lot of things that they do that I like. Right. There's a lot of things that they do that I like. But like, there's a a bunch of there's a bunch of things that they do that I don't really care for. You know. But, right. Oh, Scorpio Sky Sean Spears got a big match coming up. Ooh. Yes, so. Indeed. Easily, I'm going to put Scorpio Sky in that one only because I know he has a really bad losing streak well, <laughs> on AEW. At least no. he had one. Who? No, um, Scorpio Sky is eight and two singles competition. Oh, so. And Sean Spears is, I think, 14 and two. They're both. This is the thing. Oh. This is the thing. They only lose big matches. Like, Scorpio Sky is beating everybody on AEW Dark. That's where Sean Spears is getting all his wins from. It's like mm-hmm. it's like the main roster guys are getting their big, well, not their big ones, but they're they're like they're getting their their record up on dark. Right. And okay. They, you know, the only the only issue I really have is that Cody Rhodes is and he dubbed it, he, he named himself this. He named himself the giant killer. And that's exactly what he is. He's beating all the biggest guys. In size in in AEW, he he beat Jake Hager, he beat Wardlow, mm-hmm. he beat Lance Archer. You know, I think the only 
The only guy he hasn't – oh, he beat Brody Lee. Yeah. The only one he hasn't beat because he ain't faced him yet is Brian Cage. That'll be next. You know? I give it two pay-per-views. So, so we got <laughs> – so at full gear without looking at the card, I know there's MJF versus Chris Jericho. Who do we have on that? I don't know. I don't. That's hard. I feel like that's a really hard choice. Like, what does one have to lose over the other? Literally, I feel like nothing. Right. That's why I'm like, oh, I don't know. I I don't know. I think I have to. I'm a I'm a watch. Probably not this weekend. You still, was, <laughs> <laughs> I still got another week. It isn't until November exactly, the Exactly, exactly. I will watch Monday, and then like I'm gonna get all caught up. Well, because I'm not gonna be in town this weekend. So okay, I, I was about to say. I was like, <laughs> wait, that's so specific. No, that's because I won't be in town this weekend. So when I come back, I'll watch Monday, so that way I can get an idea. But I, I feel like neither one has anything to gain or lose. So. I think I think MJF will win just because just to see him in in the inner circle, because right. like half of them are weary, like you're you're not going to screw us over, and others like yeah, let them join. So, you know, uh, so we've I also got Ken, who uh, Mr. Magnificent, who you got? Gotta yeah, unmute your microphone. That'd be nice. We don't bite. There you go. So you mean to tell? Talking to y'all all this time, and y'all ain't heard nothing. We didn't know you weren't talking to us because we didn't hear anything you said. <laughs> you talking to little Jimmy. I think this is the third time Ken has spoke the entire podcast. Because he's been on mute. <laughs> I've been on mute. He's been on mute since the introduction. This is me. <laughs> it's me, Mr. Magnip. <laughs> 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 one one half of the sexiest. That's it. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so who did you choose? Me, Jericho. Yes. Okay, Jericho. All right. Jericho. All right. All right. So Are we, we have, taking notes. I mean, everybody's yeah. by some kind of a screen. You know, so we also have <laughs> Cody versus Darby <laughs> Allen for the TNT Championship. Cody, Cody, why lose now? He's beat all the big people, like you said. <laughs> right. So this little shrimp is not. Well, I was going to say the the big difference is Darby Allen isn't big. He's right. small. A little shrimp ain't gonna matter to him. Cody. Yeah. Okay. We this also would be the time he actually loses, though. Right. Right. Clean too. Yeah. So tag team championship. FTR versus the Young Bucks for the tag team championships. Mm. You know, mm, logically I want to say Young I'm Bucks, but I feel like FTR will retain. I'm mm. going to go with the Bucks. Again, I have to be the the oddball. I'm gonna go FTR. I'm going FTR as well. I'm going FTR yeah. as well. Well, you're not really the oddball at that point, then, Ken. I am. Well, 
<laughs> so oh, yeah. we, man, there's a lot of matches. We'll also have well, I don't well if you guys haven't been watching AEW, you don't know who John Silver is. But it's Orange Cassidy versus John Silver. John Silver is a member of the Dark Order, and he has been interfering. He's been sticking his nose in a lot of Orange Cassidy's matches. But you already know who I'm going. I'm for. taking Orange Cassidy, just because That's people in the Dark Order don't really win too many matches. And now he'll win. <laughs> so, that's yeah, we I, also have, huh? I, I would agree with Chantel, and now he'll win. But I'm also going to go with Orange Cassidy. Exactly. <laughs> I'm still going to Orange Cassidy. I just, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Matt Hardy versus go Sammy Guevara. You said you're doing what? I'm going with OC, man. I gotta go with oh, yeah, the OC. Oh, yeah. Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. The 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 elite deletion match. Yeah, that's gonna be a sound cinematic. Yeah, sound, sound cinematic to me. <laughs> Ooh, I'm. Hmm. Who won last time? You know what? I didn't even. It was at all out, and I I didn't even see the match. Matter of fact, I'm trying to remember. All I remember. I, all I heard. I just kept hearing about. Yeah. I just remember hearing about about um the the bad fall that that Matt yeah. Hardy took. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. Oh, I think because of that, I think they'll win. I feel the ultimate deletion. I feel like it's at his house. So, which I mean, y'all want to go take a ride? Like <laughs> it's right down the street. <laughs> it literally like, is. We ain't got that far to go. We oh, oh the, the the match was called off at All Out because of the fall that Hardy took. Oh, okay. So. okay. At least they did that right. Yeah, I, I, I say Hardy wins with help from Vanguard 1. <laughs> I'm just going to say Sammy Guevara I just because I feel like he might be he might just be trying to put Sammy Guevara over. Oh, okay. Okay. And that has nothing to do with the story, but you know. I feel like Matt just home <laughs> with yeah. the help of like his kids. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Speaking of Nyla Rose, she will be challenging Hikaru Shida for the AEW Women's Championship alongside Vicky Guerrero. Mm. I think Nyla with the help of Vicky. Because we all know Vicky ain't about to just stand out there and just watch someone get a whooping and not interfere. A whooping. A whooping. I'm going. I'm going. Hikaru Shida. Just cause, like, she's had a pretty good reign, so I'm going to go Hikaru Shida. Enough for it to be over, <laughs> <laughs> fellas. Yes. Who are you choosing? Jay Fox. I can't pronounce her name. Hikaru Shida. <laughs> yeah, that one. That one. That one. I should have went first because now it's just gonna look like I'm agreeing with Jay. Dang. It's crazy because he looked like well, he was okay. looking down. Right, right. <laughs> like, like he could see him in the in the in the screen below him or something. Right. <laughs> Our Brady Bunch screens. Oh. Right. Okay. 
Look, I'll if you don't say it, then it doesn't count. Okay. I can't. But um, we'll come on now. Come on now. We've been I, up here almost an hour and a half, man. I agree with Jay. I'm going to say yes. You could have yes. just said you agree with me. That'll make you feel better. But yes, you know. I agree with G Money. G Money. Too late it's now. Too late. You already said it. <laughs> Too late. No yeah. take back. <laughs> no take back. Take back. Okay. Eddie Kingston versus Kenny. No, I'm sorry. Eddie Kingston versus John Moxley in an I Quit match for the AEW World Championship. This is easy for Moxley. me. Moxley. Uh, he's yeah. undefeated in AEW. He's not going to lose to Eddie Kingston. Facts. I'm on board. If it would have been anybody else, if it would have been anybody else other than John Moxley, I would have went Kingston. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Senor Mox. Magnificent? Like we didn't even have to go to me, Mox. Oh yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> right. So this is the one I'm really torn on. Hangman Adam Page versus Kenny Omega for the number mm. one contendership. Mm. But you know what? Just, just to keep this short, I'm just gonna go Kenny Omega for all the reasons we we already talked about. They've been building to this match for a long time. Hangman and Kenny, but Kenny's like super Omega right now. He's like the the cleaner or the sweeper. So, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I'm going. I'm, I'm going Kenny. I'm going Kenny. Be the eyeball. What? My heart says Kenny, but I I gotta go. You've been on a roll lately. You on a roll? <sighs> yeah, this is a gamble. <laughs> this is where I hit the speed bump. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I, I think I'm going to go with Hangman Page on this one. Boo this one. Right. So I will <laughs> say this. I will say this. One of my favorite things about Hangman Page, like it was months ago when he started his drinking gimmick, months ago. And it was, uh, they announced him uh, for a match. And it was like, it was in the, the graphic said Hangman Page has been drinking and i was like yo this is hilarious <laughs> usually they'll say like one so much such, such and such matches has done this defeated this person just said hangman page has been drinking i was like yeah the good stuff okay so with that said we're gonna close out this show real quick i didn't get to do this on, while Mr. we were in i'm sorry hold on hold on mr money oh, oh yeah go ahead make your picks i'm sorry yeah i just said no, screw no, you guys it's not even about my picks. It's we have to talk about something important that happened in the wrestling world this past weekend. Oh, something very important did happen. Very important. And it's, you know, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I told you so. I mean, I came on the show. I told you what was going to happen, mm -hmm. what we were going to do. We mm -hmm. went in and we won. That's right. Team Sexy won the 13th annual John J. Arati Memorial Tag Team Tournament this past Saturday in Wilmington, North Carolina. Woo. That makes three times. Three. Three times. Three times. And two in a row and three times. And that, that episode is out right now. If you wanna if you want to hear about the whole show, like we myself and Playboy Alex Bryant, we commentated the whole show. It was excellent stuff. And how's your knee feel? 
Because they were uh, working on me. Well, that's why I'm sitting down now. You know, it's a little, little, little sore. But it's all right. Yeah. It's, I should be good by the time the next show comes around, I hope. Yeah, so... You know, there's a lot of we got a lot to unpack there because you know we had just <laughs> left the wrestle with purpose school about a month ago, and then lo and behold, Baron Baron and Steven Idol decided to jump you in the ring with masks on. They they completely uh took advantage of the situation. They weren't even scheduled to be there in the first place. So I don't I don't know why they were even in the building, but that's okay. Let because- them in. Yeah, that's a good question. Who did let them in? That's the person who let them in should be fired, first of all. Immediately. Just completely fired. But like I said, we're gonna have our revenge. We're we're gonna have our time. And I mean, I just feel bad. It's not a good time to be a pit bull. Yeah. And there you have it. That's a good promo. That's a good promo, bro. Mm. Yes. Oh, wait, real quick side note. Mm-hmm. So I know y'all saw the video with the rock like knocking himself out basically, right? Yes, I saw that. I but, didn't, but I'll watch it. What? Okay. So basically he was working out and like busted his eye open, like right up here, right? Mm-hmm. So then of course, in good fashion, Kevin Hart comes out with one. Oh, he did? I didn't know. He did. And but it gets better. I'm about to go to the Instagram right now. It gets better because after you go to Instagram, go to Twitter and pull up Kurt Angle because he just released one. What? Yeah. Kurt Angle did what? Listen, Kurt Angle oh, got one man. up here I'm while he's that. eating, and he's like clearly <laughs> eating a sandwich, and he then goes and like licks his finger and wipes his mouth. Like, Sometimes poor rock. Poor rock. <laughs> I'm watching it now. Oh, he is so stupid. It's it's hilarious. Between all of them making fun of him, you know, The Rock is gonna he's gonna beat the hell out of all he's of them. He's gonna get them back. Yep. He's gonna get them back. Yep. He's gonna beat the hell out of all of them. <laughs> he's a, Kevin Hart said, Rock, you ain't the only person getting hit in the head by 35 pound plates. <laughs> I think I feel a little dizzy. <laughs> Oh, and also, in case you guys didn't know and everyone else didn't know, because, you know, I'm always coming up with the fun facts, um, WWE will be partnering with Netflix on a multi-part docu- um, documentary on hmm. Vince McMahon. On something- Kennedy? Yes, something that I thought we wouldn't see until I'm sad to say this, but until after he died, because realistically, wow. you know, Vince, how he doesn't really like the attention on him. So the fact that he is doing this documentary and that this is actually going to be one of the highest budgeted docus in the history of Netflix. So you know this is going to be good. And I just feel bad for Shane McMahon because you know he's going to get like that redheaded stepchild treatment during his documentary. <laughs> so, so Netflix is doing a documentary on Vincent Kennedy Barnaby yes. McMahon. Yes. Yes. Who is from North yes. Yes. He is from North Carolina. Yes, he is. North Carolina native. He, he's getting his own docu-series from Netflix. So I know everyone's going to be excited, especially the fact that Netflix is doing it. Yeah. Uh, 
so you know this is going to be big. This is going to be good. I am ready for all of the... I know it's not going to be too much spicy. It's not going to be too spicy because, you know, he can't let out all the deep secrets. But Netflix is really going to just dive in there. Dang. Vincent Kennedy Barnaby McMahon. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. That's excellent. So... Good shit. While we were... <laughs> It's such such good. Good. <laughs> so while we were out in Wilmington, um, the homie homie Dan was like, while I was running around doing stuff, he said, hey, man, the camera guy says he listens to Smash the Mat. And I said, what? So I went to go talk to him. And he was like, yo, man, what's good? You know, I listen to your shows all the time. You know, you know, and they and they have started a show. So I want to send a shout out to the FN Wrestling Crew. FN FN Wrestling. W R A S S L I N. FN Wrestling. They got it spelled the Southern way. Yeah, exactly. Wrestling. You know? So so let I'm gonna go ahead. I ain't did this in a while. I'm gonna do all the shout outs. There's a lot of like there's where's that? There's a lot of shout outs. So let's say shout out to the Smash the Mat discussion group, always where we be at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to the Nation of African American Wrestling, one of my favorite groups. Shout out to the Black Wrestling Order, one of my other favorites. Shout out to Black Wrestling Fans. W- WFRU Wrestling Fans Are Us, Wrestling Fans of Facebook, the Real Wrestler Fan Page. Shout out to my man Adam Seggy. He's got the Adam Seggy Show. Shout out to the Mixed Tag Show, the Dead Ass Girls Podcast. The Jobbers Tears podcast, those wrestling girls podcast. Shout out to that. Uh, did I forget all the rest of the shows? There's a lot of shows. There's so many shows. No DQ.com. Yes. Shout out no DQ.com. Shout out with Spandex. Shout out to Turnbuckle Cupcakes. Where can we find you? I've, I've, where, I've been in my life. Where can we find you? Wait, we we talking about like actual cupcakes? Yes. Term, look, back in January, <laughs> you saw my face. Back in January, we went to a PWX show in Gastonia, and we were set up right next to Turnbuckle Cupcakes. Turns out that these ladies they go to wrestling shows and they create specific cupcakes tours de- depending on the wrestler like the, you know what I'm saying like while we were there they had a Matt Seidel oh speaking of Matt Seidel he was on AEW as well he yeah. he he won a match on Dark and he lost to Eddie Kingston okay on on okay so there was a there was a Matt Seidel cupcake there was a Harlem Bravado cupcake there was a Saif Al Sabah cupcake like they were all delicious oh all delicious God. they're based I think they said they're based out of Durham so yeah. yeah, look. How do we get some? That's what I well, we follow them on Twitter. So okay. I'm gonna I'm go, I'm gonna go through the, the smash the mat uh Twitter and I'm gonna find them and I'm gonna hey guys, hey ladies, Swaggy how you been? Gems. Like I, I like I cupcakes. Um, magnificent cupcake. <laughs> right? Ooh. Can you, you know, imagine? There's even a place in I don't know, somewhere in North Carolina that does like, um, was it like um, Lucha Libre ice cream? Really? It's a, like a wrestling themed ice cream place. And it's, oh, oh my gosh, I have to find it. 
we have to take a field trip. Oh, maybe that's what we'll do. We'll reach out to these people and we'll go take a smash the mat field trip. Oh my gosh. We could do that. We could get it on camera and everything. Oh, my boy. Um, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it. We can totally do it. I'm down. I'm down. That's, that's what's going to happen. Look, make sure you follow us on social media. It's right there. It's right there. But if you're listening, follow us on Facebook at Smash the Mat on Instagram, Smash the Mat Podcast on Twitter, Smash the Mat Pod. We're on YouTube. Just go to Smash the Mat Podcast. You know what I'm saying? You know where we're at. You know we're on Black Planet. You know we're on MySpace. You know we're on FarmersOnly.com. You know what I'm saying? We're on we're on jgwentworth.com. It's my money and I want it now. You know that. We're we're on monopoly.com. We're on I trouble. We're on Neopets. Are we on Neopets? Yes, we're we just got on Neopets. Oh my god, yes, okay. So excited. So yes, excited. Indeed. We're on circuitcity.com. We're on crackerbarrel.com. You know what I'm saying? All right, we're bringing it back. <laughs> <laughs> we're, on, we're on everything. We're on centralpark.com. Ooh. You know, but look, you already know what it is, man. Dot com. You said what? We're on .com.com. We're on .com.com. www.com. Yes, .net. .org. .edu. Right. We're going to give you your education. That's right. This is Smash the <laughs> Podcast, yo. We out of here. All right, everybody. It's Badass Billy Gunn, WWE Hall of Famer, and now your new AEW producer. You're listening to Smash the Mat Podcast. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Suck it. Hey, everybody. This is the Caribbean Tiger, the man you love to hate. So please follow Smash the Mat Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Take care.